The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our relaunched merch store where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. Just head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. final standings. England and Austria qualify for the quarterfinals. Group B final standings. Germany and Spain qualify for the quarterfinals. Group C final standings. Sweden and Netherlands qualified for the quarterfinals. Group D final standings. France and Belgium qualify for the quarterfinal. UEFA Women Euro England 2022 quarterfinal fixtures. Wednesday the 20th of July 2022. England versus Spain at 8pm. Thursday the 21st of July 2022. Germany versus Austria at 8pm. Friday the 22nd of July 2022, Sweden versus Belgium at 8 p.m. Saturday the 23rd of July 2022, France versus Netherlands at 8 p.m. You are listening to your women's Euro 2022 quarterfinal preview here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. I'm dropping an episode of BetMUFC tomorrow looking at Manchester United's three pre-season games, looking at the De Jong situation and looking at the Ronaldo situation. Do I as a Manchester United supporter, still want to keep hold of Cristiano Ronaldo? I'll answer that extensively over at BetMUFC. And finally, follow the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. So LockBetting.com without a dot. That is my premium pay service that is en route to delivering 110 months in a row of transparent track profit. We are, we are certainly going to deliver a profit in July. We absolutely destroyed our futures with Wimbledon. We are still posting out picks for tennis and for US sports, but we will primarily be focusing on our soccer futures that will be coming out in the next week, week and a half. You'll be getting futures podcasts here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast in about 10 days time. And then you'll also be getting the plays over at lockbetting.com. You don't want to miss out on these. We hit 
at 81% with these futures. So if you want to get involved, sign up at lockbetting.com. If you want to do your research first and see that it's true that this service has genuinely delivered 109 months in a row of transparent track profit, the pinned tweet at the lockbetting.com Twitter account at lockbetting.com is always the PL from the previous month. If you want to see more PLs, go down to the bottom of the page, go down to the bottom of that PL, you'll see little tags. They say things like soccer, tennis. One of them says PL. Click on that and you'll have access to all of the other PLs. You'll be able to see the type of plays that we do, the sports we bet on, the props that we bet on, the stakes that we put out, and most importantly, members' comments down the bottom, verifying the fact this service has genuinely been undefeated for over nine years, over nine years without a single losing month, 110 months in the bank. And you need to sign up in time for August, which is the start of the new year as we look to cement another year of profit. If you want to sign up before August, you can get those futures early because it's not just season futures that we're hitting. We're hitting futures in the transfer market as well. So far, cashing Delit to move to Bayern Munich and Ericsson to sign for Manchester United. We've hit those futures so far. So you can get those by signing up now over at lockbetting.com. So moving on with this quarterfinal preview, where six of the teams that we expected to be there are there. We do have six of those teams that have made it through to the last eight. The two upsets for me were Norway not getting out of England's group. They were extremely disappointing. They never recovered from losing 8-0 to England, which was a shocking result. And then Italy, who did not qualify from France's group. They did not turn up for this tournament at all. That was one of our locks. Fortunately, we did hit the lock parlay with England and France winning their group. So we are split on this tournament so far. We look to make some money here on this podcast as we break down these quarterfinals. Starting with tonight, where England will host Spain. Spain were the pre-tournament favourites. However... After losing two of their key players, you would have thought there would have been some significant line movement with a new favourite installed. That didn't actually happen until Spain lost their game against Germany. Now you have England top of the market here to win the tournament at 11-4, to with Germany the second favourites at 3-1, to France at 10-3. to My pick Sweden at 5-1, to with Spain dropping all the way from 3-1 to to 7-1 to going into this game against England. England. After that, we have the Netherlands at 14 to 1, Austria at 66 to 1, and Belgium available for you at 100 to 1. Looking at this game between England and Spain, on the money line, England are the 11 to 10 favourites to win within 90 minutes. It's 23 to 10 here on the draw, and it's 11 to 4 here on the Spaniards. The qualification odds see England as the four to seven favourites to qualify overall and reach the semi-final with Spain available here at 11 to eight. Now, this is a far from straightforward handicapping situation because Spain have massively underperformed in this tournament and England have somewhat overperformed. They came up against a Norway team that just didn't turn up for that first half. And I think that it has inflated the opinion of England, whereas Spain, it's fair to say, have been somewhat underwhelming so far. The reason why it's a difficult handicapping situation is because England have played their absolute best and Spain haven't played at all. And you just feel 
that if Spain get up for this game and if England are somehow nervous for this game, like they were for the opening against Austria, that could be a leveller, as is the COVID situation when it comes to England. They have COVID in the camp, they have COVID with the manager. So this could be a pretty big distraction here for England as we're looking for reasons why this isn't a straightforward handicapping situation. I'm going to lean England here. I think if they win it, they'll win it in the 90-minute period. Otherwise, I think things then start to favour Spain when you're looking at this England team getting nervous in front of their home supporters and Spain being very, very capable of keeping the ball and frustrating England and being patient and allowing it to get to even a penalty shootout where I think Spain may be technically superior. I think for England to win it, it has to happen in a 90-minute period, but I do think they are capable of doing that if they aren't overcome by nerves and they do just play their game. England come into this having won nine consecutive games Games, including their three group stage victories, beating three teams ranked in the world's top 11 during that winning streak. Spain, meanwhile, have only won one of their five meetings with top 10 opponents this year, which makes it even more confusing why they were favourites for the tournament and even doubly confusing why that didn't really move once they lost two of their key players. England have only conceded three times in 17 games under Serena Wiegman, scoring a massive 98 goals. So it's difficult not to take England here. Obviously, be wary of the COVID situation and be wary of the fact that this team were very, very nervous for their opener. Since then, they've been a free-scoring team. I would disregard that Norway result some way. I think that's overinflated the opinion of England, especially with them now being installed as the favourites to win this competition. But I think Spain themselves have looked very, very disjointed so far in this competition. If you look at the way the game against Germany played out, you saw a German team that allowed Spain to have the ball. They had 70% of the ball. They completed 677 passes with a pass accuracy of 82%. They have 12 shots on goal, but only three of those were on target. So they're a team that... Yes, they play nice, pretty football, but they lack the cutting edge, something that even male Spanish teams have been guilty of. And obviously, with two key players missing, that is going to make a difference. Germany took their chances. They had two shots on target out of seven. Both of them ended up in the back of the net, and Germany beat Spain in that game. The one thing England need to be worried about is Spain suffocating this game with ball possession and having 70% again and not allowing England to, to have those chances and perhaps Spain carving out that one chance that gets them the winning goal in this game. I think this is going to be a cagey game. I do lean towards the under as well. If you're looking for another side play here on this game, the under two and a half goals here is available at seven to 10. I don't see three goals in this game, especially with Spain having all the possession yet lacking that cutting edge. So I think under two and a half goals is another play here to go alongside England to get it done on the money line at the price of 11 to 10 here in this one. Up next, we look at the game here between Germany and Austria. These two are local rivals, obviously, but Germany are the strong, strong favourites to get through here. They are two to seven on the money line. They are 17 to four here on the draw and it's nine to one here on Austria 
the qualification odds see Germany as the 1 to 10 minus 1,000 favourites to make it through to the next round, to the semi-final with Austria here available at 6 to 1 plus 600. So I'd like to make a case for why this game will be more competitive than the odds suggest, but I just can't. Germany have beaten some top-tier opposition so far in this tournament, and I think they'll advance here again. I think it's just a case of being able to find a bet. I'm going to go for Germany to win to nil. So Germany with a clean sheet. You're getting a shade of plus money there at 6 to 5, plus 120. Germany have won all three of their group games convincingly and by an aggregate scoreline of nine goals to nil. They come into this having won five of the last six games without conceding a goal. Austria lost both of their previous friendly games to Germany and Germany actually get a boost here. They'll be boosted by the return of last year's Bundesliga top scorer, Leah Schuller, who returns here. She's a girl who scored 26 goals in 40 appearances for the national team. And she's back here for a team who have sailed into the quarterfinal stage, as I said, winning their group games by a 9-0 aggregate score. I think there's good data to support Austria not scoring and there's a good price to accompany that here at 6 to 5 plus 120. So Germany to win to nil will be the way I'm playing this game at a price of 6 to 5 plus 120 here in this quarterfinal. Up next, we move on to Friday's game between Sweden and Belgium where Sweden are the 1 to 3 favorites to win this game. It's 4 to 1 on the draw and it's 8 to 1 here on Belgium. I think parlaying Sweden with Germany could be free money here on a money line parlay. Obviously, you're going to have to lay some juice, taking a two to seven and a one to three. But I do think it seems like a sound investment because for Austria and Belgium, I think it's just a monumental achievement to be at this stage. They'll be happy with that. They are the two teams who have upset the odds getting here instead of Italy and Norway. But I think the competition ends here for both of them. This is a mismatch on paper. Sweden are ranked second in the world while the Red Flames of Belgium are down in 19th and they are competing at this level for the first time. This Sweden team have only failed to reach the European Championship semi-final from 10 appearances twice. So in only two occasions out of 10 have they failed to reach a semi-final. They finished third at the 2019 World Cup and they were runners-up at the Olympics last year going down to Canada in a penalty shootout. So for me, Sweden were the pick. They were very overpriced at the start of the tournament. They've only come down a few quid. They were between 7-1 and 8-1. They're now down at 5-1. to one. But I think they have a clear route to the semi-final here. It's just a case of how you bet it. I'm going to take Sweden to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here. That's Sweden to win this game by two goals or more. Sweden minus 1.5 on the Asian handicap line is available at even money plus 100. And that's how we're going to play this game. But as I said, a parlay with Sweden and Germany, as chalky as it seems and as much juice as you have to lay, it does seem like free money to me here for this quarterfinal round. The final game we're going to look at here is between France and the Netherlands. France women 
looked very, very impressive in their first two games. Obviously, probably took the foot off the gas in the last one. They are the 7-10 to favourites here to beat the Netherlands. It's 11-4 on the draw and it's 18-5 to here on the Netherlands. If Miedemeyer doesn't play, even though they've coped without her so far, I think France at 7-10 to looks like a hell of a play. France are currently 1-3 to minus 300 to qualify here with the Netherlands at 9-4. to If she does play, 9-4 to in the Netherlands to qualify looks too big for them. But she's such an important player. And without knowing whether she's going to be back from COVID or not, this makes this a very, very difficult game. It's a handicap without that knowledge. But I'm going to go with the assumption that she does make this game because she's already missed two games already. I think that she's going to be back for this one. And I think that gives us an even stronger play on the goals here. I'm going to go for over two and a half goals here for this game, which is available at four to five minus 125. If you look at the head-to-head matches between these two teams, the last five in a row, five out of the last five, have seen over two and a half goals, with both teams scoring in six of the last seven. France haven't lost in the last three against the Dutch, but they are without a clean sheet in the last four. The Netherlands are without a clean sheet in the last seven. Now, if you look at their games overall, they were their head-to-head stats. Both teams are without a clean sheet in three coming into this one. France have suffered no losses in their last 17 and have seen over two and a half goals in eight of the last 10. Whereas Holland have had no losses in five, which makes this a more difficult game to pick than the odds suggest, but have seen over two and a half goals in seven of the last nine, with both teams scoring in five out of the last seven. So I'm going to go with the goals here. We're going to take over two and a half goals, overwhelming data to support the play, especially given the price of four to five minus 125. I lean France. France, um, we have a future on over at lockbetting.com on France to reach the semi-final. I think that's in good shape. When you see that your team are minus 300 to complete a future, that obviously puts you in a good position. It obviously puts you in a good hedging position as well, where we can take the Netherlands here at 5-2 to two and, and hedge out some of our play. I don't know if we're going to do that or not. But the point is, we've done well with France so far, and I do expect them to come through here. But I think the best way to play this game is to take the goals, and over 2.5 goals at 4-5 to five minus 125 does represent decent value here for this one, given the data. Closing out with your lock on the show. Now, if you're looking for a single play, I'd probably be taking the over from the last game, but I talked about it throughout the show. I cannot really look past parlaying together Sweden and Germany on the money line. Now, on the side, you can take the other bets, which was Sweden to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line and Germany to win to nil. You have plus money selections if you want to take a sprinkle on those two. But I think it's very, very safe to parlay the two selections together on the money line. If you shop around, you can find some very, very good prices. In fact, you can parlay this individually. So you can find the best price for the Germany women and then you can take all of that and you can put that onto the Swedish women. That's how parlays work. You you take all of the, the money from one selection, including the stake, and then you put it onto the next play. And if you had a three-tier parlay, you would then put it onto the third selection. And not a lot of not a lot of people actually fully understand what a parlay is and how it actually adds up. I'm forever teaching people how to work out their winnings 
from a parlay. So you can shop around for the best odds for Germany. You can shop around for the best odds for Sweden. At the moment, if you just want to get that complication out of the way and just do it very simply and do it now, at William Hill, you have the parlay of Germany and Sweden with Germany at 4-13 to and Sweden at 6-17. to And that pays you out £77 profit from 100. So 77 to 100, if you will, with the um, with the UK odds. So for me, that's going to be the lock here on the show. Can't look past it. As I said, Belgium and Austria, they've overachieved by being here. But Sweden and Germany, they look like serious contenders to win it. And I think they'll breeze through their quarterfinal ties. And that's what we're going to be taking here as a money line parlay for your lock here for this quarterfinal show. That's it for this quarterfinal show, but let me let you know what's coming up. I've already told you that Bet MUFC will be dropping in the next 24 hours, looking at lots of stuff, all things Man United. Of course, we still have that World Cup preview. Now, I've taken a break, obviously, and I was supposed to drop that show. And, uh, and I didn't. So I need to still drop that show. That show will be dropping in the next three or four days. Obviously, we'll be back to look at these semi-finals from the Women's Euros. We have an edition of the Fight Show coming out at the weekend, looking at UFC London. And then next week, we will collectively put out a show that looks at the community shield between Manchester City and Liverpool, along with the women's Euro final as those two games are happening on the same weekend. So we're going to put that show out looking at those two games and then it all begins. Your futures previews will begin. Scamessa Italia, Serie A futures preview will be available and then we'll be doing three episodes of the EPL show previewing the EPL season. So one preview episode for Scamessa Italia, three preview episodes for the EPL. Along with that, we'll also be dropping a preview episode for the Bundesliga and a preview episode for La Liga as well. So loads and loads and loads of future shows coming up as we enter the month of August, they will be dropping the first week of August. So make sure that you are subscribed to the Soccer Gambling Podcast to get all of that content. The holiday is now over. The content is going to be dropping left and right. And as always, to get all of my official plays, head over to lockbetting.com, the service that has delivered 109 months in a row of transparent chat profit. That's it for me and this quarter final preview. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.